going on, man? You doing anything new today, Christopher? Nothing new. Just nothing. You new. know, feeling stuck from the holiday, but let's see you. I don't see you up on the screen. No, that's because I'm not on the screen right Why at this not? moment. Why not? See, I'm talking. Well, look I at mean, you. Look at you back there. All there pretty. we go. You already have your little site going. Look at you. Yeah. You got it all cleaned up. Yeah. Look at you. You looking all pretty. Oh. All right, yeah. now get it off of you. All right. Uh, anyway, All right, well, <laughs> how's uh, everybody? I'm Roger. That's Chris, and this is the Armchair Sports. You can get us at thearmchairsports.com, or you can go to any of our Facebooks, the Armchair Sports, the Armchair Sports, and any podcast. We have podcasts anywhere. If you look on your screen here in just one second, you're going to see if you'll if you'll click right here on where's it at? Right there. Oh, there. If you'll click on that right there, get your phone up there, scan that, take you right to our Facebook. You can see everything on our Facebook. You can uh, download any of the episodes. This is episode number 49. Uh, oh, no, this is episode number 50. This is our big 5 That's right. Anyway, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, look, I'm so fat I got to sit back. I had too much too much turkey this, this couple days ago. So, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Family and friends and yeah. good times. Yeah. Turkey and ham. You know, the whole... Oh, I see. My mother-in-law doesn't like turkey, so she we have the ham and the whole kit caboodle all the way down. And most of the kids that didn't come this year because they, uh, they're they off going to the in-laws. They kind of swap back and forth. So oh, okay. I completely understand that. And we only had a couple... A couple, few friends just gather, and we had a, we had a nice little time. Got to sit back and watch some football. And like, right. like today... Um, there's there's a lot of football on today and and let's let's so let's go ahead and get started with it. Um, some of the schedule like Georgia's playing Georgia Tech. Do we care? Yes, we do. And why do we care? Because they're number one. So we care because Georgia's going to beat them, and we don't. I mean, literally, it's not even going to be a game. There's always that chance, though. Somebody could win. And we're going to talk about the Florida, Florida State game, which is what everybody's ready to talk about right here in this area anyway. And we'll talk about that in a few. Um, you've got that game comes on at uh, 12 p.m., which would be 12 o'clock for those of us around here, in about two hours, the Georgia, Georgia Tech, Ohio State, Michigan. That should be a good game. Can Michigan show up? Ohio State look absolutely in prime form, and you know I hate to say that, but <laughs> they they looked. I'm gonna tell you what Ohio State looked really good um, this past weekend. Yeah, I did happen to catch part of that game, and they were really looking good. So like it, they had practiced or something. I don't, I don't know. Oh, is that what you call it? Practice? <laughs> <laughs> they had prepared properly. How's that? Um, and all the practice is pretty much done. You're just preparing yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it that that was a really good ball game. I think that uh, nobody expected Ohio State to blow them out like they did. So, uh, but this one should be a good one. We'll see if it turns out to be us. Number four against number six. So, we'll see if it stays the same. If it's not, then we'll I'll come back and eat crow again. But thinking it's going to be a good game. I'm thinking that we're going to have uh, Ohio State is is going to probably wipe the floor with them again. Then you got Wake Forest and Boston College, Texas Tech and uh, Baylor, Houston and UConn, 
and then a couple other teams. Then Alabama at Auburn. Alabama's playing Auburn now. This could be That's the game a good to watch. rivalry game right there. Yeah, well, all these this all this week for people that don't know about the sport, just for those of you that don't know, like Chris, like me, uh, yeah. this yeah. is what they call rivalry week. Ah, gotcha. Florida's playing okay. Florida State, Georgia Tech's playing Georgia. Well, now it makes Al- a lot more sense the lineup. Yeah, look, see, <laughs> we learning something <laughs> once in a while. You know what I mean? Occasionally, I learn something. <laughs> but um, it's like Penn State, Michigan State. Uh, I'm kind of pulling from Michigan State. I mean, Penn State to win that one. Um, but back to the Alabama-Auburn game. <clears throat> I think what you're going to see with the Alabama-Auburn game, they always play them, they always play them tough. That's almost like the Florida-Georgia game. Um, not as far as party town, but as far as the kids there because they got slighted from either Auburn or Alabama and – so they're having to prove it's that in-state rivalry. So they're having to prove who's who. And so my thing is, I think Alabama will play them tight. I think Alabama will have, a, I mean, I'm sorry, Auburn will play them tight. I think up until probably about the third quarter, mid of the third quarter. And I think that's when Alabama's just going to dominate. I mean, I may be wrong. Look and see. But I, I may be wrong. Now, the, the other game that I'm interested in as a Florida fan is the Oregon-Oregon State game. Why do you say that? And when we get to the Florida State-Florida game, right before that, I'm going to talk a little bit about, we know that Florida's lost their lost their coach. They fired their coach. They fired their offensive coordinator. So now Florida has been playing Florida State with no coaches pretty much. Yeah, they're moving people into those positions, but actually there's not a head coach name. There's an interim. There's not a head, There's not an offensive coach there's an interim. There's not a defensive court. I'm an offensive line coach. There's not a defensive coordinator. There's an interim. So Florida's playing coachless, and they're going to go down and play Florida State. So we'll talk about that and, and who I think may be getting the job there at Florida. Then you've got uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Texas A&M, and LSU. Jimbo Fisher has been said to be coming to Florida. I don't believe it. I really don't. I think he's at the job that he wants. I think Jimbo Fisher – is recruiting and some of the recruits and we're going to get into some of the recruits in a little bit of where they're going and who's who he has he's able to pull in a couple a couple in the top 15 so i think i don't think he's going to jump ship Uh, the question is how many people if we get jimbo fishers that's just an example because i don't think he's coming but if he does how many people are going to go into the portal from florida from from Texas A&M to go to to see if the uh, Jimbo will pick him up and bring him over to Florida. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show, probably about the last 15, 20 minutes. So, yeah, you kind of see some scenarios that we're going through right now, and it's all about what ifs, and you know what that's all about. Then you got that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State rivalry, number nine against number 13. I, I think that Oklahoma State – Oklahoma needs to beat Oklahoma State just to show that they're worthy to coming into the SEC. So I am going to, because they've already submitted that they were going to come into the SEC, I'm going to say, okay, I want Oklahoma to win because they're they're now becoming part of the SEC, so I'm going to start rooting for them in this type of game, not in any other. You got Pitt and Syracuse, and you got Notre Dame, Stanford. Um, and then you've got uh, the BYU 
at 10.30 game, the BYU-USC game. It's USC game, and they still haven't picked a coach out there at USC. USC is still coach Um, We've got a new setup, if you, as you see in here, and, and I put the camera for some reason. I've got the camera sitting on the thing, and every time I touch it, 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 it makes the whole thing worse. So we're going to have to rethink that idea later. Um, yeah. What you think? Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. <laughs> this coming from the guy who sets it all up. That's a good idea. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you try something, it works. Sometimes it yep. doesn't work, and you exactly. just got to redo it again. Exactly. You're exactly right. And you know what? You keep redoing and redoing. It's like you know, our, our beautiful Christmas lights that we have up here. We had all kind of other stuff that was up there, and we took it all down right before the show, didn't we? Yeah. And well, you worked you know. really hard on that. You looked at me and said, really? <laughs> <laughs> So, so no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. That's not gonna work. It looked tacky. You don't want to be really tacky. No, I, I like a little tacky, but not real tacky. Yeah. So anyway, um, well, we could have worn our ugly sweaters, but you know, you know that may be a that may be a good thing. By the way, we've got a surprise. Uh oh, it, it's coming next week. So it usually a, surprises me more work for me. No, nope, this saying. one this one doesn't I'm telling okay. you, this one doesn't have okay. any more work for you. <laughs> this one actually Not is gonna I make mind our it's, for it's, you. No, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna make our lives a whole lot easier. Okay. And it's coming in a human form. Oh goodness. Oh yeah. It's uh things are starting to shape up. And Good. so we've got we've got somebody new that's gonna be starting with us. You watch our Facebook and all our other uh, Instagrams and all that other stuff. Then we're going to we're we're bringing somebody new on. Um, could be a he, could be a she. If you have to follow us, go to our YouTube page and follow us. Go to our Facebook and follow us. Go to our website and follow us. All our podcasts, of course, are out there. But yeah, next week's going to be real interesting. So I need you to stay tuned for that one. Um, I'll give you a couple more hints throughout the throughout the show. And no, it's not Mama T. I know a lot of people are going to say, is it Mama T? No, but Mama T is going to be coming back soon. And that's part of this, this next week's surprise. But it doesn't have... See, it doesn't have anything to do with Mama T, but it does have to do with Mama T. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. You'll find out. You'll find out next week. And we'll give a couple more hints throughout the show. All right. So now what we're going to do is we're going to take a look it's some of the leaders in defense and in offense. And the reason I want to do this is because I've heard a lot of people talking about who should win the Heisman Trophy. I have an, uh, I have an opinion about who should have it and the reason why they should have it. And it goes like this. You've got Jordan Davis with the University of Georgia. He has, he's six foot seven, 340 pounds. Alone by himself, stealth by himself, nobody is able to get past him. But just because of the enormity of his body. But then you take the agility that he has, you take the athleticism that he has for that size, able to move people off the ball, able to get people out of the way so he can get to the quarterback. What I like, though, it even goes further than that. He follows the play and can make a tackle by, by following the play, and he's done that several times. Right now, he's been – let me give you a couple stats real quick. 
He's one of three finalists for the out, uh, for the Outland Trophy. That's the top interior lineman. He is a finalist for the uh, Bronco Nusky Trophy, which is the top defensive player in the in the uh, NCAA. He has 23 tackles, 3.5 for a loss. He has two quarterback sacks. He's been named All SEC by all 14 SEC coaches, or by 14 of them. Then, and and he is when a little bit of background about him. He he actually came from Charlotte, North Carolina. He always wanted to play for the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and in high school, he was phenomenal when he came in, to, as he started getting toward his. Uh, junior and senior year because he started putting everything towards it. But when he when he they, when he was asked what did he want to major in, you know there you could pick anything out there you want. What he picked was religion. And you know in today's society that's that's hard for a young man like himself to pick something like that. And I envy him for doing that. No matter what people think or say. He's still doing what he wants to do. And if he wants to be able to spread that word or do something for his community or people or kids, um, I think what he said was, I just want to buy my mom a house because she's never had her own house. And she did so much for me to get me here. And he said, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I get drafted in the NFL. You, I know everybody says that, but when you sit down and listen to this young man and some of the things that he says – it's it's really it's really phenomenal, and I think that he could be one of the best players. Now, if you're going to look at the totality of of the situation, where you have a player on defense, and you have a defense that has the, the I think I think I saw this week somewhere they were the second. I think it was the second. No, it may have been the third. Uh, least scored upon team since 1976. So think about that a minute. And he is the head defensive lineman on that. They don't score, but if people score, they're scoring on touchdown, I mean on uh, um, special teams or on fumble recoveries or interception recoveries. They're not doing a lot of scoring on, on this defense. Now, is he the only one on defense? No, but where does it start? It starts up front. If you can stop the run, you can stop the pass because you know what they're going to do. So, if if you don't, that the totality of him and what what happens on that team, it just kind of festers out, and then now you have a solid team together. So, um, to me, yes, there's Alabama wants to. They've got a guy. So, I tell you what, he's showing his hands. So I'm gonna show my hands. We'll be right back right after this. Need a website for your business? Let Shadowfox Design help. We will design and build your website. So you have more time for your business. We will help with all your online needs. So you have more time for your customers. Learn more and get started now by going to www.shadowfox.design. Research less and relax more with eTravel Anytime. Let us help you decide which sandals destination is best for your romantic getaway, or help you choose the family resort that is best for your vacation. We can also help you decide which cruise is best for you and your family. 
Tell us your preferences and we can narrow down your choices. Contact us today so we can help you plan your next vacation. Call 229-300-3691. Don't forget to unmute us this time. I got it. I, I got, got it. it. Yeah, he did, right. you notice he didn't keep himself on camera because he forgot again. <laughs> I did, I did. He forgot. See, you got to keep him on his toes over there. All right, so before we left for the break, we were talking about um, Jordan Davis with the uh, um, University of Georgia. Now, there's several other people that, of course, would be nominated for it, but what everybody's saying is Will Anderson Jr. with Alabama. I understand where they're coming from, and I understand his tackle because he's like second in sacks overall. He's also, that's it. He's second in sacks overall. So here you've got a guy. Now, you're, 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 uh, Jordan, he's not even on the list over here to, do, to, to be in your top sacks or your top tackles because he's a, I think he was more of a round, uh, um, well-rounded person. But my, I have a problem every year. It always comes down to let's push this guy from Alabama. Let's do this from this guy from Alabama. I think what we need to start doing is look outside of the guys from Alabama because it's obvious people are scoring on Alabama. So that you, you, you can't really put a lot of stock into somebody like that if they're scoring, but you're supposed to be one of the best teams. He just popped a soda. That wasn't a beer. Anyway, right? Soda, 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 only soda. Let me see. I want to see. I can't see you over here. It's because I'm drinking my soda. You're drinking your soda. Okay. So uh, you got to wet his whistle so his whistle can whistle. Say that fast three times. Show him it was a soda. It wasn't anything else. You can't show the. It was only a soda. Okay, only a soda. All right. Dang it! I thought it was something else. I almost caught him. Um. (laughs) So you know, so I'm just under the impression that. If we need to look outside of Alabama, I don't think, and, and this, this, they keep saying the Heisman Trophy race is coming down to the gentleman from Alabama with the, with the, the, uh, the quarterback there. He, he is nowhere on anybody's list of stat leaders. There's no, he, he's not leading any stats in the NCAA. Why would you go? With him, was his name Young or something like that? I, I just don't. It, it, it frustrates me because. Everybody says, well, he's from, the kid from Alabama's great. But then what happened when he wasn't so great those two games or three games, everybody was jumping ship. Oh, no, they, almost, they lost that game. He wasn't any good. Everybody was leaving. Now everybody's going right back to where he's at. So it, it does. I don't understand why they're, everybody says what they're saying. Now, if you go by power ratings from the schools, let's look at some of those. Alabama is not even number two in the power range. Of course, Georgia's number one. But Ohio State is number two in the power rankings because there's more power, there's more defense. And then Alabama is number three. So what does that tell you? That tells you, again, that people are looking at Alabama trying to make them better than what they are. As I said at the beginning of this year, Alabama's on a decline. And, I, and nobody wanted to listen to me, and then the Florida game hit. And everybody's like, oh, wow, they're really good. Florida's really good. No, they're not. Let's look at Florida. We'll, we will in a few minutes. Uh, Florida's only 5-4, and four, I think it is, this year, or something like that. 
they're not even above 500. They're not even going to go to a bowl game this year. So that's how bad Florida was, and Florida almost beat Alabama. So you you can't – the thing is, you can't get all swept up in the hype that everybody out there tries to put on these different teams. And that's where I have a problem is because everybody always jumps on the bandwagon and, oh, no, 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 no. Let's look at some performances and some things that are going on inside the league and inside the inside the uh, NCAA. Let's just don't look at Alabama. Let's look at some other teams and some other people. So, anyway, that's my one of my. And let's look at who is the last. It was University of Massachusetts Minutemen and New Mexico Aggies, and then it's uh, UConn. Florida International Panthers. So the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. So let's do this now. So we looked at that. So you look at the, the power rankings. Now let's look where everybody's ranked in their actual division. Because what we're going to start doing, we're, we're going to start moving to the playoffs. And after this week, we're going to start looking, okay, here comes the playoffs. We're going to start bowls are going to start being set and the bowl selection and all that stuff. So, Let's take a kind of look at where everything's standing as of this week. So right now, you've got the number 19. They're number 19. Now, listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. In the uh, American Athletic Conference, you've got the number 19 team in the nation is ahead of the number four Cincinnati because they have eight, eight wins versus Cincinnati seven wins. So everybody that's arguing – that Cincinnati should be in the playoffs. They're not even in the begin in, in the front running in their region, in the in the athletic conference. Okay, let's have a game and we'll see. Are they even going to make it to that? Is it? I mean that that's what I don't understand about these smaller regions. Is they're saying okay, well let's do this, let's do that. You can't. You've got Cincinnati ranked number four in the BCS poll, and then. They're, the Houston Cougars are actually ranked above them in their own region, but they're 19. That's how jacked up these polls can be, or these regions can be. So then you've got Wake Forest, who really shocked a lot of people by losing this week, just past week. And you got Clemson. They're both sitting right there together in the uh, ACC. Then Florida State will get with them. They're 5-4 and four or 4-5, and five, something like that. We're going to talk about them in just a few minutes. And then you've also then you've got um, let's see, you got the Big Twelve Conference, the Big Twelve Conference. You've got Oklahoma, and he's got the same situation here. You've got Oklahoma Sooners are actually ahead of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So the, the Oklahoma is number ten, but Oklahoma State is number seven. Now. Let me scratch that because that's not true because Oklahoma just lost. So I think I have a bad update on paper here. So I just I'm, I'm thinking back of what happened last week and and my paper seems to be wrong. So we'll we'll look at that. Then you've got Ohio State Buckeyes in the East and the Michigan Wolverines. So you got number two and number six. So you've got Oklahoma, who's a Oklahoma Sooners, who's ahead in the region. And then you got the Ohio State Buckeyes, who's ahead in the other region. So, I mean, in the in the Big Ten. Uh, so here's the thing. Now, is Big Ten starting to rival SEC? Here's why I ask. 
there are three teams that are in the top 12. You've got Ohio State, Michigan, and then you have Michigan State, which is still in the top 12. We'll see the BCS, but... All right, and then the uh, Mid-American, you really don't have anything. Then the Independents, you have Notre Dame and, and BYU. I really think somebody needs to take Notre Dame under their wing and put them in one of their regions because they're not getting any love anywhere because I don't think they're in a region. If they were in somebody's region, they might. Well, then let's move to the SEC. Now, Georgia, of course, is in the East. They've won the East. Alabama has won the West. But still ranked in the top are uh, Ole Miss and Texas A&M and Arkansas. So the story now is Jimbo Fisher, which we talked about a little bit ago. Is Jimbo Fisher literally going to leave a team where he has actually kept them in the top 10, 12, 14, all year long, and go to somebody like Florida, where he's building himself a place where he's always wanted to be? I don't think he will. And like I was saying earlier, we'll go to, let's go over to the top the, the top recruits. All right. Jimbo Fisher, if you look at what he's done, the number one recruit overall, which is, Nolan Walters, or Walter Nolan, sorry. He's six foot four, 325 pounds. He's committed to Texas A&M from Tennessee. So that what does that tell you? He's bringing people from out of state. Let's look at a couple more real quick. Um, there's not one there. It's right here, Texas A&M again. The number 29 overall from Texas, Cypress, Texas. Uh, Connor Wigman, he's 6'2", 205 pounds. He's a quarterback. Already committed to Texas A&M. Uh, there is, there's just several, as you go through some of these commits down here. Uh, Bryce Anderson, 6'190 pounds. He's committed. So, do you think, and then there's another one, offense, another offensive lineman. You've got uh, a, just a pure athlete from Georgia going to Texas A&M. So, I mean, and it goes on and on and on. So the question is, me personally, do I think that, do I think Jimbo Fisher is going to leave everything that he's starting to build? He's starting to see fruits of his labor because it's taken him a couple years. So now he's starting to seek fruits for all those labor that he's going through, and I don't think he's willing to give that up for a Florida job where the last two coaches only lasted three, three or four seasons. He's already in his third or fourth season at, at uh, Texas A&M. So oh, okay. He, that my, my, I just don't think he's, he's ready to give that up yet. I think he wants to see what he see if he can take that team to where – they haven't been, and he had him this year up at the top at the, at the first of the first of the year. They had him at the top. I mean, Usually what, a coach, I would think that if I were a coach, <coughs> I'd want to be there until I was at the top of the game, and then I'd move on somewhere else. Well, why don't they do that? They, well, some of them do, but that's what it, what happens is that that's not their ideal job. That's mm -hmm. not where they wanted to be because that's not the 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 
high profile job. Uh, now because they're they don't get any love because they're Texas A and M and you know, so Florida and Georgia and Alabama and, and even Florida now mm-hmm. playing Florida State's on ESPN today. Right. So what you're looking at is you're looking at well, how come Texas A and M's not playing at noon on ESPN? Yeah, and so they're not really getting love. So sometimes they want to take those higher profile jobs, and what happened with Dan Mullen? He was doing pretty good where he was, and then he came to Florida, and he was six hundred, six thirty five, I think his average was, hmm. and he still got fired. Wow, he was the third. He had the third highest average of any coach in the University of Florida from nineteen seventy six till now. Third highest average, and they still fired him. Wow! I'm gonna. Well, say, just, I think I know if why. If you start, if you lose too many, they fire you. Or That's something? it. That's oh, okay. it. If you can't beat wow. Georgia, it's just like Florida can't beat Florida State. Florida can't beat Georgia. Florida can't beat Alabama. Florida can't. And what you what you were seeing was all those teams that they they should have won and they didn't. Because yeah. me personally, watching what they did, I think he just didn't. He it wasn't coached properly. Um, So I can see what they did. But I think I have the reason why they pulled the trigger. So early in the season, they did it right after a game. That's what we're going to get to here in a little bit because I think what you're going to find is a lot of this stuff is going to correlate together. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll start on that when we get back from break. Research less and relax more with you travel anytime. Let us help you decide which sandals destination is best for your romantic getaway, or help you choose the family resort that is best for your vacation. We can also help you decide which cruise is best for you and your family. Tell us your preferences and we can narrow down your choices. Contact us today so we can help you plan your next vacation. Call 229-300-3691. Need a website for your business? Let Shadowfox Design help. We will design and build your website. So you have more time for your business. We will help with all your online needs. So you have more time for your customers. Learn more and get started now by going to www.shadowfox.design. Got it. Ha! You got it. I was see. I was fixing to say something. I was going to say, and he said, no, I got it. That's everybody get it. I got it. it Yay! Go, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) We're applauding. We're applauding that nowadays. Okay. Um, So, we were talking about recruits and some of the committed recruits. So, let's – we're going to start kind of moving into the Florida-Florida State game here in in a couple – well, actually, it's going to be in about an hour and a half. So what I want to do is I kind of want to look at some of those recruits that Florida State and Florida have coming in. Florida State, when I started looking at this, I did not realize that Florida State has a lot of potential in the people that they're recruiting. And now that they're starting to win on the back half of the season – and as we said at the beginning of the year, as long as they win one, they can start winning more. And they did. They won a couple. So now I think some of the recruits are coming in. Florida State has the number two recruit overall, Travis Hunter out of Swanee, Georgia. 
Collins Hill High. Now, Collins Hill right now in Georgia is in the, I think there's eight teams left in the final, and they are in, they are playing Lowndes County, Georgia this weekend. I believe it's that's who they're playing. Um, they played them actually last night. I haven't heard the score or anything. So it's one of those things. It's, uh, but that's where that young man's from. And he's supposed to, supposed to be touted one of the best cornerbacks in this, in, in, the United, in the rankings, actually. He is – so that's one. And then Florida State has um, – right here, number 39, A.J. Duffy from Bradenton, Florida. Or Braden, 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 Bradenton. Bradenton. Bradenton, yeah. He's also – he's a quarterback. So he's six foot two, two, 220 pounds. And then you've got so there's two right now that are that Florida State already has that they're recruiting from. So that's they've got two in the top thirty. How and does that work? Do, does do recruiters just go to every single county and game and everywhere? Or no, what, just, what, what, or the actually, coaches like call them? Hey, look, oh, we got this. Kid yeah, usually, wanna... usually okay. what'll happen is you start attending in in your in your middle school years. Oh, okay. You start attending some of these different things and, and, and different programs right. and going to their camps. Oh, and okay. once you start going to their camps, you start getting noticed. Uh, or what will happen is just by chance, a lot of times you'll be going to watch, let's say you're, you're the recruiter, right. and you're going to watch me and um, somebody else. You're going to watch me, and then yeah. you're like, oh, wow, this dude's standing out. Yeah. So you're like, let me get his name and get his information and pull some tape on him, and then that's how the ball gets rolling. But there's usually recruiters all over the state. For example, Jeff Heron, which is now in Camden County High School, used to be a uh, recruiter for the, the whole state of Florida for East Tennessee State. Wow. And so all he would do would be travel around the state to find those players that were good. Right. And he could evaluate them, and then he would send he would send that information to the coach and say, "Yeah, you really need to get this guy, or this guy needs this, and he'll need a little help on that, or whatever." Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much how you get somebody to look at you, and sometimes it's just by chance. But then again, sometimes on a video, you, you just that ultimate first round first round, first person, mm-hmm. it just heads and tails over everybody else. They're yeah. playing in a league that's just under them, like Henry from Texas. When he was at Yulee and we used to go over there and watch him play, you knew where he was going to be in four years. You knew he was going to be in the NFL just because of the way he did things. And when Alabama picked him up, he just went off. Yeah. So. Um, With social media and everything, is, does that make it easier for the uh, It makes it way easier yeah. because they can send figured, they yeah. can send their stuff instantaneously. Like, so you say, hey, Roger, do you have any videotape? Oh, yeah, I've already just sent it to you. Yeah. Or, or Roger, do you have any highlights of so-and-so? Oh, yeah, I just sent it to you. Yeah. It's just like back in the day when we were going to school or when I was going to school, you had to take this VHS and run it downtown. I can remember, no kidding, we're going to start doing basketball here shortly because football's ending. But I can remember being at Camden County and a basketball coach said, hey, Roger, I've got to go get somebody to go up and get this tape from up around Dublin, Georgia. They were going to meet me halfway. I can't do it right now. Do you know anybody can? I went and got that tape on an opponent that we were going to play, and then I brought that tape back. Usually assistant coaches and things like that do that. Mm -hmm. And so 
they brought the tape back so they could watch it, and that's how they would actually get information. So that's how you would get tape on somebody else back in the day. Yeah. Today, you just send a file in the computer, and you and away you go. Yeah. Back then, it was a whole lot harder to recruit, and it was Man. it was a little, little bit more difficult. I'm sure they've made it quite simple oh. with social media. Oh, everything. social media is just... Especially when, you know... This dude's video like blows up. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? And that's what they look at. Like you were saying, it's and see, you use the terms because I don't know, I don't know tech that much. But uh, when it blows up, then everybody says, "Oh wow, did you see that?" He, we used to say roached him, which yeah. we just and now they call it trucked him or barreled him or whatever it or is. Whatever. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So what I want to do is nobody does this really. So let's go back. Let's go into the junior colleges. These are the kids that are coming into the portal now. With all these coaches switching teams or going different places or being fired, there's going to be a lot of students going into portals. Just like in Florida, there's going to be a lot going in the portal there, depending on who comes, who comes and who doesn't. Just because you build a rapport with that, with that, that, uh, that coach. So the number one overall in the junior college right now is a gentleman by the name of Isaiah Adams. He's an offensive tackle. He's 6'5", 320 pounds. The number two is a cornerback from Texas. And then you've got Moses. That, that's Moses Alexander from uh, Texas. But he's going to college in Gilmore College in Clay, Alabama, I guess. My, my whole point is I'm going to just move on to this right now is if Florida and Georgia, I mean, if Florida and Florida State are going to move on, they're going to have to get coaches that are going to be able to recruit from the state of Florida. You have people from Florida, for example, like this kid from Iowa um, Western Community College, in Fort Lauderdale, he's ranked the number three overall, or number four overall person. So there's your alignment in the state of Florida that you could pick up in a in a transfer portal that Florida or Florida State could do. Now the question is, do you have the coach that has that rapport? Now I'm going to get into what I was going to what I was telling you about before. If Florida is going to do anything. Florida's going to have to get a coach that can recruit in the state of Florida. Florida has not been recruiting in the state of Florida. They've been going elsewhere because of Mullen's big name. There's more talent in the state of Georgia and the state of Florida that are going everywhere else than we're not recruiting in those fashions. Now, there's three teams. You've got Florida, Miami, and you got Florida State. And you got Georgia, Georgia Tech. Okay. And who else you have in Georgia? That's it, right? And well, you got Boston State University, but they're in a they're in a different different league, right? So region? No, they're in a different league altogether. Different they're league. in Division Two. Oh, okay. Um, so the question here is, how do you get somebody to recruit in the state? And here's here's what I believe. Now we're going to the hire on Florida. This is who I think that Florida is possibly going to hire, and why. All right. The candidates for the state for the for the, the Florida game were Oklahoma coach Bob Sooner. And these are as soon as as soon as Mullins 
what finger wasn't cold off the button. These are the people that they said. They said Oklahoma, which would be Coach Stoops. Um, Mississippi's coach, which would be Kiffin. Then the uh, Baylor coach, which was a former LSU defensive coordinator. And then um, Cincinnati coach, Luke Frickle. All those would be good. But what ties do any of them have to the University of Florida or to Florida itself? The only coach that I didn't mention, which this is my pick, and this is who, if you do the, if you look at the tea leaves right now, you look at, uh, I don't even know how to, Chris, Cristobal, Mario Cristobal, Mario Manuel Cristobal. All right, he coaches, he's the University of Oregon's coach. Hear me out. I know what you guys are saying. Just hear me out. So the day, the day after Oregon loses their chance of being into the actual tournament, Florida fires its coach. How weird is that? <laughs> so how weird is that? So the day after they fire their coach, after – Oregon was completely eliminated to get into the, the tournament. Okay. Let's say, let's look a little, little bit deeper. He was a head coach in Oregon. He's a head, he was a head coach at Florida International University from 2007 to through 2012. What does that tell you? That tells you he's been recruiting from the state of Florida for a long time. He knows where the schools are at in Florida. He knows where you need to go. He knows those smaller schools. He knows the community colleges. He knows where to go get those kids to make those decisions that actually want to come in and play. And the last thing is, he went to the University of Miami. So he knows the Miami area, where a lot of schools come out of. He knows the Jacksonville area. Because he spent some time in Jacksonville. He also went to high school in Miami. So, there's just too much that is, is just like flowing right here together. When they fired him right after, right after, they fired Mullen right after the chances for Oregon were gone. Just to show loyalty. When you didn't have to fire Dan Mullen at that time, you could have let him ride this last game out. So what do you think? You can go to any of our social media pages. Go to our website. Go to our Facebook, The Armchair Sports. Go to uh, thearmchairsports.com. He'll put up on the screen. You can scan the screen. Go there and give me your opinion. Just scan this right here. Just scan that. That right there. And that right there will take you to our website. And you can tell me who you think will be the next Florida coach. Um, I am just... that. You know, there's... Too many red flags are flying up here. Up here, I don't. Again, those other ones that are mentioned, the only reason they would take that that job is for a stepping stone. But they got rid of Mullins with six with a .634 average. That means the next person coming in here has to be full force. They have to be better than. And look what he's done for Oregon. He's kept Oregon in the top in the top ten. Well, they're just outside the top ten now. 
So I think you, everybody better take a step back and everybody look at um, look at Mario Cristobal. Remember I said it right here on The Armchair Sports. And with that said, we're going to go into um, – oh, Chris is saying we're going to go into a break. That's what we're going to go into. So what we're going to do the last couple of minutes of the show, we're going to go over to Florida-Florida State rivalry, which will be happening just now. We'll be right back with you. Need a website for your business? Let Shadowfox Design help. We will design and build your website. So you have more time for your business. We will help with all your online needs. So you have more time for your customers. Learn more and get started now by going to www.shadowfox.design. Research less and relax more with e-travel anytime. Let us help you decide which sandals destination is best for your romantic getaway, or help you choose the family resort that is best for your vacation. We can also help you decide which cruise is best for you and your family. Tell us your preferences and we can narrow down your choices. Contact us today so we can help you plan your next vacation. Call 229-300-3691. I did unmute. I got it. <laughs> did you, did it. you unmute yourself? I got it. Did you at uh, some show point, everybody? Let everybody see it. Let everybody see that you unmuted it. <laughs> I would remember you would. You, you unmuted. You yes. Unmuted. Okay. It's, it's right. unmuted. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. So now what I want to do is just kind of go over today's game, Florida, Florida State. That's what's going on right now. Everybody knows I'm the Florida fan, and I, Florida, you know, Florida, went to school down Florida, there, and all this stuff. So I happen to be a Florida fan as well. You, yeah, and and he doesn't watch football, but he's a Florida fan. That's what I love about hey, him. Well, you know, growing up in North Florida, yeah, I've always been a Florida fan. Even though Florida State's closer, I, don't, I was going to say know. that's yeah, that didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> maybe I like Gators. Maybe that's what. It that's is. what he's like. The orange and blue. That's I like the colors. The colors. <laughs> I like it. the colors. That's what it is. Your mom and daddy told you you had to do it when you were a kid, so you kept it, right? No, actually, my parents—they're they're not sports people. No, yeah, I know my, your parents. My, well, my dad's a sportsman. He's a fisherman. Yeah, but he's not a sportsman. He doesn't. Yeah, we're gonna sports, we're on the show one time. We're just gonna take all of us out, and we're gonna kind of videotape some of it. And That'd do our awesome. GoPro and do some of that stuff so everybody can see. He's a pretty decent fisherman. I got to give Chris some credit. He hooked. We went I, down in Florida Keys and he time. cooked. He hooked one of the biggest ones we had on the boat. So yeah, I got to give they him some let credit. Me, let me bring it on board though. You know, sharks on board. Sharks on board aren't aren't, aren't allowed. Yeah. So yeah, not cool. Not for some people. I like to bring them on board my <laughs> boat, but that boat they wouldn't let us bring. Yeah. Them on, so well, <laughs> I, I love to fight a shark. But let's let's fun. do this way. Let's fight a gator and a Seminole right now. That's right. Let's All right. Play. So what we've got is what I've done is we've got it broken down to total leaders on each team. So what I'm going to do is the passing yards leader. The passing yards leader is, is Jordan Travis, which is a quarterback for Florida State. The passing leader is Emory Jones, which is 2,400 yards. The rushing leader. For Florida State, it's Corbin, the running back. Here is the problem with Florida. Their quarterback is their leading rusher, too. 
Is that why they let Dan Mullen go? Because they weren't even using Pierce, who was probably the one of the best running backs in the NCAA a year ago. And were they using him to his total talent? Maybe that had something to do with it. You look at uh, uh, Ontario Will, uh, Wilson. He's your he's your wide receiver. He has three hundred thirty-two yards. Uh, Jake Copeland for Florida, five hundred and seventy-five yards. So pretty much evening out right now. We're every except for the running back position, everything's pretty much evening out. Um, Dabita at number it's uh, he's has eighty-three tackles. James Robinson has 66 for Florida State. James Robinson also leads in interceptions. He has three. Whereas Rashad Torrance has two. So right now, as this matchup goes into this afternoon, you kind of see two teams that are pretty much right there even with each other as far as totality of their total yards. So let's, let's get a little deeper into it. Now, Florida's rushing game has nine has 2,915 yards, whereas, I mean, that's passing game. I'm sorry, that's the passing game. Whereas FSU's only, Florida State's only has 2,200. So that tells you that Florida passes the ball more, okay? Let's look at rushing yards. The total rushing yards for Florida State is 1,989. The total rushing yards for Florida is 2,370. So Florida has the edge there too. Let's look at receiving. Florida's total receiving yards is 2,370. Or is, yeah, no, 2,915. Florida State's is 2,216. Florida has the edge there again. The It's really hard to compare defenses. But when it comes to kicking, the percentage average, the field goal percentage for Florida State is 76.9, where Florida is 80. So percentage-wise, Florida should win that one too. Look at, like I said, the defense, you kind of, that's kind of sprawled out for both teams. And they've both given up a lot of points. So the defenses are pretty much, they're up for grabs. Whoever plays the best defense. At times, Florida played pretty good defense up front, but played bad defense in the back. They had no middle game. They played cover two a lot. They played man to man. So, but Florida State, at the beginning of the year, Florida State played tight man-to-man, cover two, and they were giving up a lot of points. But they've kind of sealed that up, and they're not giving up as many points. All right? So then we move out to the last stat, the tackles, and who do you think is going to win this ball game? All right. You heard the stats. The, st- the statistics say – that Florida should beat this, should win this ball game handedly. They have the stats on offense that overdoes the stats on defense. They played stronger teams, stronger ranked teams like Alabama, Georgia, and although they lost those games, they were in them somewhat, I guess. 
not really, but they actually have played against the stronger competitors. So you played against the number one team and you've almost beat them. You played against the number one team and you didn't even come close to beating them. So that was Alabama and then Georgia. So let's look at who I think is going to win this ballgame. Georgia, Florida, Florida, FSU. Florida does not have a head coach right now. They've got an interim coach. Florida does not have an offensive line coach. They've got an interim offensive line coach. Florida doesn't have a defensive coordinator. They've got an interim defensive coordinator. Florida and, and Florida State's on a downhill roll. I mean, Florida's on a downhill roll. On the other hand, although their stats aren't as good as Florida stats, Florida has Florida. I mean, Florida State has all the all the coaches intact, all their coaches working on an upward hill. Where Florida's working on that downward hill. Guess what? I, as a Florida fan, and a lot of people don't like to hear this, if Florida's not eat, not careful, Florida State's going to come in, and they are going to whip Florida in Gainesville. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Do I want it to happen? Probably not. But could it? Very easily. So this game is a toss-up. I know I'm stalling. I don't know which one I really – I want Florida to win, but I think Florida State is on a high on their way up. Florida's on their way down. So they're both hashing in the middle. And this may be the game for the bowl games. It's uh, – I'm going to go with – I've got to go with my alma mater and go with Florida by one point because I really, really think that Florida State is on, is on the mend. So let's do something real quick. I actually, Ohio State versus Michigan, I'm picking Ohio State. Miami of, of Ohio versus uh, Kent State, I'm picking Miami of Ohio. Wake Forest over Boston College, I'm picking Wake Forest. Alabama over Auburn, I'm picking Alabama, but I think Auburn's going to be in the game. I think a lot of people are counting Auburn out, but Auburn is, they're 6-5. and five. They and this is this, they always play each other really heavy. So I'm going to pick Alabama, but I think Auburn's going to be in it. I'm going to pick Oregon over Oregon State. I'm going to pick uh, Marshall over Western Kentucky. I'm going to pick uh, Wisconsin over Minnesota. I'm going to pick Oklahoma State over Oklahoma. I'm going to pick Kentucky to beat Louisville, and I'm going to pick BYU to beat the Cougars. Um, so, I mean, to beat, did I say to beat the Cougars? They are the Cougars. To beat the US, USC Trojans. You can go onto our website, and you can go onto all our Facebook pages, and you can pick them with me. I've got a group set up there. You just go onto the website, or go onto Facebook, uh, find it where I've started that group, go in there, and you make your picks and see if you beat me. Yeah. The group is the Armchair Sports. And uh, the page is the Armchair Sports Talk Show. Okay. So they can go on both of those, and they can find this, yep. and and they'll be able to, to, to get it from there. They can go yep. on our website. Mm-hmm. Armchairsports.com. And they can get both. They can get to anything from there. And Keely, yep. what we really want you to do is go to our YouTube page. Yeah. And, yeah, and subscribe on our, our YouTube, YouTube page. And that's uh, the Armchair Sports Talk Show as well. And we've got a big surprise for you coming in studio next week. Um, we've got a new host coming, and this going to replace me. 
I got, just started. I, I'm just, I'm on, <laughs> he ain't going to no curb. What are you talking about? Um, so no. what we're going to do, though, is the new host will be coming in next week. If you'll watch our Facebook and, and all, all of our uh, pages, we're going we're gonna to throw a couple more hints out. And I give you a, a hint. This person has been in this area for quite a while. Um, they know more people than I know in this town, which is very, very different. They, similar to our former co-host, um, they know they know a lot of people, and it's it's not going to stir up anything, but it's actually the show is going to be really different. So, Different's good. I, you know, I like switching things up. Yeah, it's I, always fun. I think what I think what you're going to see is when it comes down to it, the this person is going to be able to um, enhance me, but make a name for themselves also. And good. that's that's That'd what we were looking for when we put this out there for if anybody wanted to be on the show. Now, you still have opportunity if you want to be on the show. All you have to do is get a hold of us on one of those pages. You can also call 229-262-8182. That's, that's right. 229-262-8182. And we'll be able to hook you up there and see if we can get you in on the show. Um, also, look at our Tuesday. We got a Tuesday high school show. We're going to start kind of trans- transitioning into basketball. As, and that one's on Facebook and YouTube. Yep, that one's on Facebook and YouTube, so uh, come see us there. Yeah. You got anything else there, big man? Nothing I can think of at the moment other than go Gators, of course. Oh, uh, well, you, you know. know. I, and and you know what? I would say that, but I think we're in for a hard road in next, next this year, the end of this year and next year. Yeah. I don't I don't see I don't see a bowl this year. Um, it's a possibility we get one, but it, um, we were we were going to try and get bowls around here. I'd put them in one up here at the Concrete Palace or over here at the um, at the Hyder Stadium. But um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, game's coming up here. I got to go so I can watch it. And we'll circle back to that next week, guys. <laughs>